guys, welcome back to Royal Cast, and we're going to start speaking on this episode because there's a lot, well, there's not even a lot that I want to talk about, but there is a couple of things that I do want to talk about, and yeah, let's get started with this shit right quick. Okay, so welcome back to Royalcast. And before we start anything, I do want to address what happened in Taiwan. Taiwan. I, I burnt your names, but this was in South Korea, Seoul, about the stampede. Um, as you guys probably know by now, the you know South Korea has announced a national mourning period. So as a result, we are going to send our condolences to the families that have been lost. I know there's been. 156 lost due to the stampede um if you have seen the way the streets of seoul is itawan basically they're like little tiny alleyways so like i said condolences to the victims the families and everyone affected by this tragedy also rest in peace to lee john hung he was killed from this um stampede um he was trying there was like news outlets saying that he was trying to save this little girl and he fell and he died he was um he was an actor and a singer and contestant for products 101 season two under 935 entertainment so rest in peace and condolences to the family but hope everything gets better for them i know this tragedy is going to be a little bit of traumatic for the people who went through this um understandable and Hope you guys recover from it soon. So guys, today, basically, the episode is the growth of having alone time. A lot of people think being alone is a scary experience. You don't know what to do with yourself being alone. But this year has basically taught me that being alone has taught me a lot of things that I did not know about myself. And that's kind of a good thing because it taught me about letting go looking at my experience through friendships and families and pen, like stuff that happens in my life and see it through another side of eyes of like perspective in me but yeah it's been like amazing going through this alone journey as you can say yes it can be scary but if you ask me if it's worth it yes it is worth it because i don't know we you tend to be codependent on either friends or any type of relationship. If it's marriage relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, family relationship, we tend to be codependent on certain people. But being dependent and alone and facing things by yourself, it's another different independence that is like fulfilling in a way. Like it's very fulfilling in a way that you have this... I don't know how to explain it. It's like very fulfilling in a way that you're so happy within yourself that you can handle things yourself and you don't have to codepend on someone else or ask for advice on any situation from other person. And yeah, I don't know how to explain it deeply, but if you ask me, would my journey to being alone, doing things alone is scary? Yes, it is. But 
you should do it once in your life because any relationship that you have is not going to last long. Some do, some don't. So you, we tend to, like, in the beginning stages of a f- relationship, we tend to be a little bit goo-goo-gaggy with the person we love, and then after that, we attach ourselves to them. And I don't think that's, in my perspective, that I've been doing, it probably will change in the long run. Anything that I said before, it probably would change my mindset because every single day is something different, something new, growth. Growth doesn't fucking end just from spiritual awakenings and stuff. Growth is basically every single fucking day of your life. Shit changes. But dependent on someone. I don't think it's healthy in a relationship because... You're just depending on that person all the time. And it's like, what if that person is not there anymore? What are you going to do? Is your life going to be like all over? It's, you're going to dread it for your whole entire fucking life. That's why being dependent. And it's not like, oh, okay, you just got to push your person to the side. And just be dependent on your shit. No. It's an equal equal. So being codependent, every situation, you don't have to go to your person like, Figure shit out yourself because, yeah, the person can come and go. What are you going to do if they go? Like, you're just going to stand there and think, oh, or text them? Like, no, you guys end it. If you end it in bad terms, you're going to have to learn how to be by yourself, baby girl. Because if you end it in bad terms, I don't know what to tell you. You can't go to the person. Or extra advice from your friends. But actually be dependent on your situations. Um, that's what I've learned. I did have a person and they kind of fucked up and yeah, so I decided to do my own journey. Everything that I've been through myself, literally I've been doing it myself, teaching myself to do my things for myself or go to the fucking coffee shop by myself, go to the bookstore by myself, do things in my house by myself. And, you know, a lot of people keep, like, before I even did my growth within these two years, a lot of people kept telling me, yeah, growth is so amazing. Growth is so easy. It is not fucking easy because sometimes your mindset is wired some certain way that with the growth, it has to be rewired and you're just like, what the fuck? So, no. People who say it's easy... You're fucking lying your ass off because growth is not easy. Growth is a challenge every fucking day. It is scary to be alone. Yes, I'm being honest to fucking God. It is the hardest and scariest thing ever. But once you're at the end, well, there's no ending for growth. But once you're in it and you understand every aspect, it's not that much scary. It's really not. It's changing to become a better human being, a better person, a better partner, a better future. Everything is for the better. I did have a struggle of letting go sometimes. And this year has taught me that letting go is not always going to be the easiest, the hardest. It's not always going to be, oh, I'm going to let you go because I'm so sad about it. No, letting go sometimes is good due to the fact that sometimes there's not there's it's not healthy certain people do not belong in your life because they're either toxic or manipulating in your life and you don't need that 
I always tell people, if you feel some type of way a person has been treating you, that is manipulating, gaslighting, everything to the T, you need to let go. Yes, it's hard because you are always with that person or always talking to that person and it's going to be like a day when you just let go that you're not going to speak to the person and you're going to be tempted to speak and talk and text and everything because you are used to that environment you really have to push yourself because i did have my days i'm not gonna fucking lie to you i had my days that i wanted to text a person i wanted to call a person but i reminded myself of situations i had with this person and i'm like yeah i can't go back there i can't go back to the same situation to the same thing it'll be good one day and it'll be bad one day they blame me for everything and then they don't blame me and it's like it's a game of tug and war and toxic and manipulating and all these certain things that are not good for your mental health you always got to remind yourself always remind yourself what the person has done to you that you do not need for your mental health because even if you have kids or not your mental health is the most important thing because this is why i told one of my friends who is going through a heartache i told her basically she even you if you have kids it's not a healthy environment if your mental health is not in the right state of mind make your health and mental health a right set of mind so you can take care of whoever you have to because if it's not right those people are not going to be taking care of the proper way that they're supposed to everyone's mental health is the most important thing ever because you do not want other people to see or your kids to see oh this is how i'm supposed to be active this is what i have to go through you have to show whoever you're taking care of or your kids whatever their right state of mind, how they're supposed to carry themselves, how much they're worth. Because everyone is worthy of love and care, but it's the way you show them. I've seen friends who had toxic boyfriends and girlfriends. And I deadass would just look at them like, I don't like you. And they would question why I don't like them until they found out why. When they broke up, that's when my answer I've seen things and like people from out of the relationship can see it quickly. But once you're in it, you will not, you will not tell shit. You will really not tell anything because you're too much in the relationship, too much deeply in love to see these red fucking flags. Now, um, if I'm talking to anyone in any certain aspect, I'm literally watching their every fucking red flags. And it's like, red flag, red flag, red flag, dumped. That's it. Because um, you got to cherish your time. You're worthy of everything. Why are you giving your time to someone who you know, you see the red flags in the beginning? It's going to waste your time. It's going to make you not mentally stable. Manipulation and all this. Why would you set yourself up for that? And I've seen a lot of friends who do see the red flags. But still go for it. And it's like, you could be good looking as much as you want. I don't give a fuck. If your personality does not expect to my standards, I'm sorry. And by my standards, I'm not talking about the fairy tale standards because we also have been taught since we were little to have the fairy tale 
of a romance. Fairy tale life. That's why they we watch Disney. We want this Disney fairy tale. Um, let me catch you up to it. Um, this Disney fairy tale does not exist. It really doesn't. So put yourself outside from that. Um focus on your happiness because that fairy tale from Disney, it does not work. Um, I being a maid to a stepmom and then getting married to a man, it is just it doesn't work like that. Some people do have the fairy tale shit. But it just doesn't work like that. But keep yourself at a high standard. So what I mean by that, if they're opening the door for you. Like the first stages, I think, I don't like to view the first stages as the proper way to see if they treat me a certain way for the future. Because everybody will treat each other with the utmost respect. Everyone wants to put a face in the beginning to get that person to like them even more. Everything in the beginning stage is just, to me, the two-faced face. You'll see these real faces in, like, the middle between stages of the relationship. Beginning, I don't... People keep telling me, oh, he was so nice to you in the beginning. Um, yeah, because he wanted me to fucking have feelings for him, like, or her, like... What you thought? Like, people gonna give you a (laughs) cute little devilish face in the beginning? No. They're trying to make you like them. Like, the fuck? They ain't gonna give you no fucking side-eye shit. So don't focus on the beginning. Really. It's just a waste of time. Focus on the middle of the... Like, months later. When you... Well-known to each other. That you see the bullshit. Don't fall in love too fast. And I don't... I hate when people say, Oh, how can you fall in love too fast? Oh, you can. And, you know... In a different world. I don't know. I never had that experience. But probably a lot of other people do. Some people get married within months. Good for you. I guess that's your soulmate. But it doesn't happen overnight. Like, it really doesn't. For me, my experience, it doesn't. Others, I can't speak for y'all, so... But yeah, always just... See the red flags before you go into anything. That could be either job, relationships, whatever you want. But yeah, the growth is always going to go. It's always going to continue. It will continue to the day you die. Because every day is a different shit. It's a different life. It's a different perspective. It's a different learning. Everything is fucking different. You've learned something different every day about yourself and everything. But being alone can show you what you really like and what you don't like. Because we tend to say we like some stuff apparently due to having friends and families and stuff. And doing some of their things and basically liking. Like, I personally didn't know I like cafes that much. Or going to the books. Well, I did love going to the bookstore. But I did the bookstore thing mostly with one of my friends that loved bookstores. But I did it because of my friend. But now that I did took some time with alone time and all this, I love going to the bookstore. I'm literally on TikTok just scrolling my life away, seeing if, like, different bookstores in New York City so I can go and see them. Um, I am planning to go to this one that has, like, astrology type of vibe and has, like, a cafe inside. It's so fucking cute on TikTok. I want to go. Like, I have a list of different things. Also with, like, cafes. I have, like, a list of cafes I want to go. I went to one that has, like... They make the little cans. It's like a little can and you can make any type of coffee one. You can ask them. But you can actually see them making the fucking can and putting the lid of the can on top. It's so fucking dope. I think there's 
three or four locations downtown. I went to it. Oh my god, marvelous. That coffee was the best fucking coffee I ever had. And that was one of my in my list. So I have a couple more to do and it is getting cold. Like it is getting fucking cold. Well, it's not that cold, but it is getting a little bit, you know, chillier. Still a little bit iffy because we are November and it's warm. I'm not used to this warm weather in November. Like, it used to be, you know, cold, cold. Now it's just like, one day I'm cold, one day I'm not. One day I'm cold, one day I'm fucking hot. And I'm like, make up your mind weather. But, speaking of November, it's about to be the, like, literally, it's the end of the fucking year. Like, have you guys noticed that basically this year has been gone so quick? Like, when I say so quick, this shit is done quicker than I don't know what. Like, I felt like yesterday was fucking January. Now we're already in November, about to be December, going to a new year. Like, what? This year has been, like, as people, a lot of people said, it's been a fucking blur. Like, literally, it's been a blur. Because it's just been that quick. I'm just surprised we're about to be in 2023. Literally, about to be in 2023. And I heard a lot of people keep saying that 2023 is going to be the best year for everyone. And I I manifest that for everyone. Because the shitty years we've been having for these couple of years, oh, it's, it's fucking irritating. Like, since 2020, everything has been gone downhill for everyone. It's not even just for me, but everyone. So... We manifest that 2023 is going to be our year in every aspect, relationship, financial, job careers. Everyone's going to have the best 2023 because we utterly the fucking deserve the best this next year. We do because the amount of shit that we all went through, gosh, we need that. We really need that, especially with this inflation. Let me tell you this shit. I know, like, I went to the grocery store to get me two chips, and I've been going on this crave for this probiotic, um, drink, soda drink called Poppy, if I don't, if, I think it's, what is it called, Poppy? I first found it on, in Whole Food, and I've been getting the strawberry one, but there's different flavors that I wanted to test, and I went to the store near my job, like a regular bodega from the fucking hood type of shit. Mind you, it is in the hood. Um, how come those two chips and that soda cost me about eight fucking dollars? Eight fucking dollars for literally the, I think it's like the smallest chips. It's small or like the medium, I think it's like the medium one. Chips, two of them in a fucking soda can that is the smallest fucking soda can ever. And it cost me about eight motherfucking dollars like what are you fucking kidding me eight dollars for just that two fucking chips two fucking chips in one can soda that baffled me to the fucking core because like what the fuck like how is this so fucking expensive when it used to be a dollar and like i get it inflation but companies like are y'all fucking, what are you, are y'all fucking insane? You know people are going through hell shit bound 
with financial because of everything that's going on. Everything has stopped for them. They're re- trying to regain their income like they used to have. And you're over here. $8 for two fucking chips and a can of soda? You know what you could do when you put it for a dollar? I could buy for all those fucking chips and two of those fucking cans of soda or more. And y'all get the same amount of money and I could buy more products. Meaning you get more, more shit sent and more people selling. Like, that's one thing I don't, like, I'm trying to do for, like, business-wise. Because I am in one of the classes for business. It's like, I get the product and how much it is when you outsource it and everything. But the viewing of it is, like, people's financial stability. Like, people still won't buy it regardless of how much it is. But my thing is, don't, this is my opinion, nothing else with it. My thing is, if you put the price lower and someone is still going to buy it, don't you think they're twice buying it when it's lower than rethinking it? Like, I get the outsource, I get you have to pay other people, I get, like, I get the the scale, not kind of scale, but like, I get you have to pay different other people's. That's why you put it more so you can also profit from it. I get it. I understand it 100%. But if lowering the price and getting more sales, I think I sh- we should do it right away. Like, go ahead. But, yeah, I get, I understand the, that part of the business aspect, learning more about it, so... Okay, so the other day, I think it was like a week and a half now, well, about, about to be two weeks. I think, no, it's a, two weeks already. So, I decided to color my hair copper. Well, I got the sizzling copper at first, and it turned out beautiful. I do need to do a little bit more on the ends to get it more, but it's getting brighter and brighter. Like, literally brighter. Um, But I'm going to do a second round of it with the actual copper because when I did go to the store there was no copper in sight like there was only three more of sizzling copper okay so yeah my thing was I didn't know if it's if I had an allergy reaction because I did get allergy reactions when I did do the black hair dye from the salon um by that I mean like I researched it and I see I saw I did have allergy reaction but not that bad it was like a mild one but I did have hives in my head, and that's when I realized, yeah, I did have a fucking allergy reaction to black hair dye, which I did some research, and it was the PPD, PPD um, in the hair dye, so that was the black hair dye. So I didn't think I had an allergy reaction, because this, this was my intel of everything. So I did go, and I did it on my arm. For like the allergy testing and I left it for 45 minutes. I wiped it and it didn't even do anything. Like on my arm, it did not do whatsoever. That was one. Two. Number one error I did was, and I had it on my notes. Like I literally have it on my notes. I told myself, ends first, then roots. But that day came forward and my mind just blanked or something because I did roots first and then ends. And um, I had it on for 15 minutes when it's supposed to be 30. So that was like my number one error. So 
I had the itchy around, you know, not all around my forehead, but it was just the side of my forehead was there, and that's where I put it from 50 minutes. Um, so that was one of my conclusion because I did have the itchiness, but it went away within like a day and a half. Um, I had no highs, um, no swollen of anything. Um, so I didn't, I, my conclusion is I did not have allergy reaction to it, to the high color L'Oreal one. So I'm going to double check that again because during this week I did do the test again on my arm and nothing came about. Like literally nothing came about of it. Like no itchy, no reaction, no allergy, no bumps, no nothing. So, and I did it with, yes, the hair color, the little hair thing that they have, the lotion that it has, and also the vo- the volumer. I took a little bit of each and just put it on my arm. No fucking allergy reaction to it. So, I don't know the fucking signs to it. But, just in case, I do have a cream that I heard um, was good for, like, itchiness, inflammation, and any allergy reactions to it for rash relief and i bought it for 3.99 and i also got benadryl and painkillers just in case anything happens you know you gotta be safety but i do want to see if i'm allergic to it on my scalp or something because i'm just baffled on what the fuck happened like i said nothing dramatic happened it was just a little bit of a rash on the sides of my head and that's it and the itchiness, but that shit went away without anything in, like, one in a, one day, a day and a half. But nothing else happened. No hive, no nothing. So I'm just utterly confused. And I know, um, I also researched, you know, if the itching is supposed to happen. Apparently it is because you're putting harsh chemicals on it, which I kind of knew that already. So your scalp is the most sensitive part of your head, so it is healing from the chemical reaction. So, which is kind of normal. Now, if it burns... That's another story, baby girl. I think you really need to wash your head and go ahead to a specialist. But mine was just itching. Like I said, I left it on for 50 minutes when it was supposed to be 30 minutes. But that's just me because I wanted the color to be out there and bright. Which I got that from my roots. Didn't get that much. Well, I did get it on my the ends of my hair but I want it to be more that's why I'm going to do it again but like I said ends first 30 minutes and then put it on my roots for 10 minutes and I think we should be good especially with all the shit that I have the antibiotics I do have antibiotics but it's for my country so I do have that which they're stronger than the ones here the cream and also Benadryl and painkillers so I should be fine on Saturday let's pray for my being if you want to catch anything, I'll probably post it on YouTube. Go catch my YouTube. And also, go on my Instagram. You probably will see the results of it. And TikTok. But yeah, that's what's going to happen. Because I've been in a ginger rage. That I wanted for, I wanted to be a ginger for like two years now. But I always change it to the storm hair look. And then I did, I did have red early on. Like in younger years. But... The red was always coming out in the wash. But I back in the day, we didn't have, like, the colored hair shampoo and conditioners. Now we do. So, 
once I have this set, I am going to get copper hair conditioner and copper shampoo, which I saw a couple of different um companies, but I going with Davines. I think that's what's called. Davines is basically a UK product that is well known, and they do have for color treatment damage. They do have for different colors, which they have the copper shampoo and also conditioner. They do have for fine hair and everything. So I'm probably going to buy for damage because I do put a lot of heat. I'm trying to go back on not putting too much heat on my hair because it is damaging. But also when I do, I use my protecting. So I'm, I'm going to have to go back to not using too much heat on my hair. But um, if I do, I use the Garnier Frutis silk and shine flat iron perfecting straightening mist which it helps my hair very good delicious it smells delicious to be honest with you fruit um it does smell like fruit so that's one thing but yeah i'm gonna buy that shampoo because i don't have time to dye every single time but you can also use the other method and so instead of doing the volumer you can do the conditioner with the tint and you know put it on your hair also leaves your hair naturally good and a lot of color so you can do that too but i do want to lighten it a little bit more so i can get the product looking a little bit more amazing so yeah we're gonna do that this weekend so if you guys want to see how it looks um check out my socials in the description below um but yeah other than that i think there's someone that they're trying to look for because this helicopter has been passing by for like five minutes so they're trying to catch someone this is the hood like you hear this multiple times so i think they are trying to catch someone because it passed by again yeah it passed by again hmm, weird i'm going to leave this episode like this and i'll continue next week and don't forget to share this podcast um we've been going very strong on this it's about to be the end of season three there will be an end of the episode of the season coming soon because it's going to be very special i'm trying to make it as special as i can because this is season three i can't believe this is fucking season three of this podcast episode it's good about to be season four I'm fucking shocked. We went this far. But we're going to continue even more. So yeah. I see you guys. Well, I'll see you. I will catch you guys next week. Wednesday. Don't forget. It's Wednesday at 11pm. Every week. When I do feel like doing it. Because that's how it's been so far. But yeah. I catch you guys every Wednesday at 11. Don't forget to share. Um, add it to your playlist. On Spotify. And also podcasts. On Apple um we are located in different locations we distribute everything in different locations so you can click and see where we distribute so you can go to google everything else everything will be there and yeah i catch you guys next time every wednesday at 11 like i said why i'm repeating myself i don't understand but yeah i catch you guys next time deuces